Welcome to Politics and Psychology. I'm Dr. Renee Carr, and please introduce yourself in the chat or on social media. Today we are discussing how Target is targeting children, and this is not right, nor is it left. And for this to not be a one-sided or a one-time conversation, then as always, please give your thoughts or questions in the comment section below. Now, during June 2023, which is where we are right now, the Target Corporation boldly promoted apparel, books, and accessories to promote non-heterosexuality, and they did so specifically promoting homosexuality, gender dysphoria, and variations of sexual activity among persons with gender dysphoria. So from a marketing perspective, that obviously makes sense. It's a big market for that. People are buying it. And so that's not too big of a deal. The issue comes in with Target Corporation using these type of products to target children. Children are classified as children because they are not adolescents, nor are they young adults, nor are they older adults or senior citizens who are much older adults. They are children because they are psychologically and biologically unable to have the physical characteristics or the mental stamina to understand sexuality or sexual behaviors. So when you have a corporation that's putting out heavy messaging and heavily designed materials and products to make sexuality look very fun and very inviting and intriguing to children, this is an example of how children are being targeted by corporations and specifically by the Target Corporation. So let's first understand what is grooming and how is Target, which is a corporation, doing this to children. So sexual grooming of a child is when a, an adult or a group of adults, they build trust and relationship with the child, but they only build this relationship or they build the trust with the child for the mere purpose of exploiting them for sexual favors, for sexual benefit, or to mold them to provide sexual gratification to another person or for them to express themselves sexually to then make the adult feel more confident in who that adult is and how that adult sees his or herself as being a sexual being or a sexual creature. So when you have groomers doing this, it often appears in their verbal language as well as their behaviors of being very nice, being supportive and being very caring and being very affirming of all the things that they know that that child needs to hear to be more accepting of their sexual advances or their sexual programming. And the way that a corporation can do this is by providing products, books, educational materials, and accessories that strategically have childlike designs or cartoon images, childlike fonts, there's toys, there's trinkets, book bags, lunch boxes, things that are used specifically for children and using them at eye-catching levels in the display to not only attract the eye of the children, but for it to be promoted as the primary option for parents to buy for their child or children. In addition to just having these products or having these accessories, the corporation then specifically adds sexual images, sexual wording, 
or just suggestive language to make the childhood sexuality appear not only just fun and normal, but to also be encouraged and then having little taglines such as to embrace your sexuality, to embrace your true identity. So they're giving these programming messages, psychological propaganda of you should buy this apparel or you should buy this product because if you care about your child being able to express his or herself creatively, or if you care about being in society where you can encourage your child to be whoever they want to be for their identity and to affirm their sexuality, then you are then buying into the message that, okay, well then I need to promote my child being a sexual being. But not only are you then being exploited, but then you are being groomed to then further or in a secondary manner, exploit your child. And you do this by again, not only buying the products, but then also using them. For example, Target Corporation is assisting parents in the secondary grooming of children by being the persons to give the other, to give their children, to give their children books and educational material about childhood sexuality and about even how to have sex and how to go about not only having heterosexual sex, but how to have different positions of non-heterosexual sex. For example, if you go and look at Target, even online, then you'll see that they have varieties of books. Um, They have one that's called The Pronoun Book. They also have Bye Bye Binary. And these books are being suggested for infants, which is just coming out of the womb, up to three years of age for these children. And they're using this as a ways for parents to, quote unquote, affirm your child and to encourage your child to be open-minded and to go against systemic oppression. So this has nothing to do with anything about systemic oppression. The child is zero years old. They don't even know how to hold their head up. And yet they're giving books to adults to read to their children to prime them for sexual behavior and gender dysphoria. They also have a book for four to eight-year-olds called The Hips on the Drag Queen Go Swish, Swish, Swish. So why do we have to focus on drag queens reading books to children? And if that's not the case, or if that's not even good enough, then why are we also focusing on having adults read these books to children? Of what educational benefit, of what psychological or developmental value is there in reading to your child who doesn't even know how to form a sentence or walk or stand or even sit correctly to then read to this child about pronouns that has images of children and adults with little tags on them saying she, he, they, them, or any type of pronouns for what reason other than to infuse that child to begin to make it normal for you to be comfortable as the parent to then talk to your child or children about sexuality with a child or with a human who is not even biologically able to handle sexual behavior, much less psychologically understand what is happening to him or her or to his or her body. Children developmentally are unable to understand or even to desire sexual pleasure. So again, both their minds and their bodies are not developed yet 
to be able to understand or to be able to handle this. And so because of this, whenever you push a child into sexual activity, sexual conversations, or when you push them to see images of it, then you're causing psychological harm because you're forcing them into something that they don't understand. And the consequences of that can be mild or severe, and it can be mild from just making them hypersexual, or it may make them very preoccupied with sexuality and expose them to an early desire to pursue and to engage in sexual behaviors or to just watch pornography. On the severe end, it will cause them to have sexual trauma. And this causes a reinforcement of sexual trauma, of sexual confusion, as well as identity confusion. So imagine you have a young boy who is exposed to books, education, or conversations that tell him to not embrace who he is biologically, but to then assume that he is a female or to embrace not saying that you're a male or a female, you can be anything, and then guiding and molding that little boy into saying, okay, well, then you should dress more feminine and not adhere to stereotypes of what men should do and what men should not do. You should embrace what men and females can do. Then that happens. They're being then promoted to then having messages of sexuality. You should be okay with your sexuality regardless of your age. This is what you are and you should embrace it and you should be comfortable with it. So by doing this, this makes them vulnerable to predatory adults who can then recognize this vulnerability in the child or recognize this confusion in the child and then make that child a victim of sexual trauma, molestation, or sexual abuse. You then have an ordinary little boy who was once healthy being psychologically primed to be open to invitations of sexual predatory behavior. Then that person becomes abused or sodomized, and then that little boy then becomes conditioned to, okay, well then, This must be what I am used for, for my body, because I don't understand it, but I'm being told that it's okay to be uncomfortable, but you should just embrace it and have pride in being this uncomfortability, but recognizing that you'll get used to it eventually. And then when you get used to it, then you'll like it. So you have a little boy who's then being promoted psychologically to have one message. He then is becoming a victim to sexual predators. He then is the victim of sexual assault. And then because this is what he's been told, he then assumes or believes, okay, well, then this must be, this must be what my sexual identity is or what my gender identity is. And therefore I'm going to stay with this. And none of this is actually true, but because he was groomed to think that and to accept those behaviors, he will then assume those behaviors and assume that mindset And because it's not authentic to who he truly is, it will then set him on a path of confusion, of depression, of possible promiscuity or engaging in sexual behaviors that are unhealthy for him because he's looking for a sexual connection that makes sense to him, to his mind and to his body, but still trying to reconcile with, well, I need to approach everything because this is what I have been taught. So going back to the Target Corporation, it may seem like, hey, you know, you're making a big deal out of this. It's just a mannequin. It's just a book. It's just a onesie with a rainbow on it. What's the big deal? 
Well, the big deal is that children grow at an exponential rate when it comes to their biological development. And it's already difficult for them to understand how to tie their shoes, much less how to understand and to reconcile being forced to accept and understand sexuality and sexual pleasure. Their minds are not ready for it, as I said, neither are their bodies. But when they're being forced and being exposed to it for the mere benefit of sales, then it causes an issue that is no longer focusing on the child's safety, but more on the protection of that corporation. Another way that we can have evidence of Target not focusing on child safety and not truly focusing on child health or their welfare, but focusing more on trying to manipulate a child mindset is by looking at some of their other materials and products that they have. For example, they have little girl t-shirts saying, Rebel Girls Celebrate Pride. So they're introducing the word rebel. The behavior that comes along with being rebellious means to go against the norm. And if we can get little girls to think, oh, okay, well, being rebellious is a cool thing. And being rebellious also means we're going to separate pride, meaning sexuality of non-heterosexual nature. Then we can also get them to do other things. You also have inside the Target aisles, Target and Disney collaborations with images of Disney characters in rainbows and, and using the word pride or having the word pride written all over it. And so there, again, Disney is not for adults. Most Disney is for children. So why are we focusing on promoting sexual logos and icons for children who are just still developing into just being able to go to school? They also have for younger children, clothes and video games. Also children, obviously a lot of older adults play with video games too, but this is inside the children's section. And this is video games with rainbows, with pride, talking about transgender or transphobia and talking about cis and cis stems and systemic oppression that a little child has no idea of what's happening other than the video game that's on that t-shirt. They also have, even for infants, they have onesies that have pride wording and logos And children, again, infants do not even know how to hold their neck straight, but yet they're being forced to wear images and wording that promotes sexuality. Why is that on a child's outfit, much less an infant's? And the reason is, is because they're trying to, as early as possible, develop within that child a sexual identity and a sexual normalizing of infants and children to then pave the way for making pedophilia a sexual preference that should be accepted. Because if we can say that infants can choose their sexuality, that little children from four to eight could understand that they cannot be a male if they're born a male, or if they cannot be a female if they're born a female, that they can also embrace and enjoy or learn to enjoy sexuality, then it's also making it say, okay, well then if they can enjoy sexuality, if they, can ins- if they can choose their gender identity, then they can also then choose to enjoy the pleasures of an adult sexually. So this is classic grooming behavior that we not only are seeing from just individual pedophiles in the street or in communities, but now a corporation is strategically using 
products and images and books to educate children and to have sex-themed books to focus on early sexuality. For example, another book that Target has is called A Quick and Easy Guide to Consent. This book is specifically targeted in Target toward adolescents, encouraging them to recognize how to obtain consent from another child on how to have sex with them. So in what world is teaching children how to not only have sex, how to not only embrace an early sexual identity, how to not only be okay with having sex with other people, but in showing them how to have sex? When is this a part of protecting children? In addition to Target not only having these items, having these toys, what Target is also doing is spending millions of dollars each year to organizations that help children and students have gender surgeries and being able to have these surgeries without parental consent. And so this organization is called G-L-S-E-N. It stands for Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network. And this is a national nonprofit, meaning they get tax donations, obviously, and they get tax write-off. But this national nonprofit gives money to school boards in exchange for that school board voting for children to be able to have access to genital surgeries without having to pay for them and without having to have parental consent or even parental knowledge. It also pays those school boards to make sexually explicit books available in all classrooms, starting with kindergarten all the way through 12th grade. And it also encourages the school boards, the school systems, and the principals in those schools to give instructions for children on how to have math and science to be quote unquote non-binary and to also be affirming of trans identities. And in an interview that this organization did with Fox News, they even said that, well, we're really focusing on having math and science who just have they and them pronouns in all lesson plans to make everyone feel included. If you look at the true definition of inclusion, inclusion is embracing who you truly are. And that would mean embracing children as truly being children who do not have the biological or psychological wherewithal to make decisions on having genital surgeries. So to be inclusive means to be also healthy in embracing authenticity of who people naturally are. So using buzzwords of embracing who you are and being inclusive is really only to the benefit of individual adults or organizations such as GLSEN or such as Target who are benefiting from not truly being inclusive of who children authentically are, but in exploiting who children and how children authentically are for their sexual pleasure or for their revenue. Now, this organization, GLSEN, also recently praised the Biden-Harris administration in support of the administration supporting these type of books and uh, non-binary identities, quote unquote, um, curriculum inside the classroom. 
And so by them making a very public appraisal or praising of the Biden-Harris administration, this only further adds to the argument or the messaging that only Democrats are truly appreciative of everyone having equality and equal access, including those with gender dysphoria or including those with non-heterosexual preferences. That argument then is then used by Republican parties who then say, well, we support keeping children safe and only we are upholding the safety and the standards of biology and science. So we are morally superior to Democrats. And so if you want your children to be safe, then vote Republican. Whereas Democrats are saying, well, if you want to have equality and for your children to not commit suicide because they are quote unquote confused about their sexuality, then you should vote for Democrat. But in either instance, both parties are not truly focusing on children. They're not making it where it's a true focus on keeping children safe, not allowing corporations to target children. Instead, they're focusing on, well, how can we further benefit from this exploitation of children industry by now, instead of being like Target, making it for dollars, we're now making it for votes. So it's not a left or a Democrat. It's not a right or a Republican. But in no instance, is it correct or is it right to allow the exploitation of children or the grooming of children to be commonplace, such as in stores, such as in schools or in our school curriculum? So when you're thinking about, well, what can we do with this information? How can we even make a change? So what you have to remember that just because you belong to one political party versus another Use your independent thinking to recognize that just because I'm Republican, it may not mean that who I'm voting for truly cares about children in all areas. And so be courageous enough to go across party lines to vote for the candidate who truly does care about the areas or the issues that you care about. Likewise, just because you're a Democrat, don't assume that you're going to have equality and freedom for whatever you believe in or whatever sexual preferences that you support. So I'm encouraging everyone to then look deeply into before you take a vote, who is supporting the organizations that also target children? Which candidate is receiving financial dollars or donations for their campaign or for their reelection, which will then sway them to vote against the safety of children or sway them to vote more aggressively for laws and legislation and classroom policies that go against the true embracing of children being children and then priming them for sexual behavior. And it may not be who is in your party, regardless of where you are in your party. So look across the aisle and see which one or see which one in your political party is the safest solution for keeping all children safe. Also be aware of when it comes to any politician or any organization promoting themselves along a party line or using a it's us versus them mentality. What they should be using is it's not I'm Republican, it's not I'm a Democrat, it's I'm for the safety of all children and that I'm not going to polarize the safety of children for the sake of a vote or for the sake of party allegiance. 
So look for individual candidates or elected officials who truly support children and not their political party. And then lastly, you can also think about, okay, well then if I'm giving money to an organization, for example, a target corporation, and that target corporation is actively spending millions of dollars every year to help children who are going through normal developmental, normal puberty processes and may be uncomfortable physically. If I'm giving money to an organization that tells children that puberty should only be comfortable and that any uncomfort or discomfort that you feel is a sign that you are being born in the wrong body or that you are embracing the wrong sexuality, then I have to understand that my money is going to an organization that will promote children to have gender, to have genital surgeries or to embrace ideologies that go against the natural science or the beauty of who they are biologically. So be wise with whom and where you spend your dollars and where those dollars are then subsequently being spent for either targeting children or keeping children safe. And obviously continuing this conversation and being courageous enough to recognize that, well, if I don't speak out in my community, if I don't speak out in my school board, then who else will? And it may only be you who's willing to get that conversation started at the school board level or at the local level for the safety of children in your community or in your zip code. And if that's maybe too much more than what you're looking for, or maybe too aggressive, or maybe too public for you, then you can still discontinue this conversation with individuals who you do know, with individuals with whom you love and maybe share children or care for children. And when you do have these conversations, I do encourage you to maybe use some of the sound bites or the talking points that we have in this episode so that you can have a conversation based off of science and not emotion. But as always, whenever you do continue this conversation, then I thank you for it in advance. And I also thank you for doing this conversation and continuing this conversation using science and love. And if you're